Heavenly Father, as we stand before you, we pray you would open our hearts to your word and open your word to our hearts. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Well, yesterday was Veterans Day. Uh, put your hands up if you have uh, ever served yourself in the, uh, one of the forces. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. 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 Thank you. Uh, put your hand up if you have a family member who served. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, this hymn, Eternal Father, I grew up knowing it as the Navy hymn, and uh, my father served in the Royal Canadian Navy. Uh, he was, just as he's about to ship out, uh, he was, the war ended, so he didn't act, have to see active service, uh, and he was like 21 years old. It just kind of dawned on me this morning. He was a kid. He was younger than my youngest child right now. It's like kids going off to war. So I'm glad that, uh, that he didn't go off to see active service, or that he at least came back. So we uh, are celebrating and the freedom we have. We call it Veterans Day, those who have served. Other countries call it Remembrance Day. So we do remember those who have served, those who gave their lives, and also those who are serving, and we'll pray for them today. And we appreciate and savor our freedom. Now, the, today's readings come with quite a challenge and with rather dire warnings that our actions, our choices, our decisions have consequences. One of the things we try to teach our kids in school at St. Francis, you know, if you, if you make a wrong decision, there are consequences. They may be more dire than you expected, but we do have to choose them. Uh, what are the things, how do, we, how do we be prepared then? So the readings are about getting prepared, being ready, choosing the right way. How do we do that? Um, so it's sort of to me, it's like, what else do we get ready for? So uh, my boys and I, my brothers coming from Canada, we're getting ready to go to Baton Rouge to watch the Aggies play LSU. And, uh, and I have an old van, and I was saying, okay, I've got to get this van ready. I've got to make sure there's enough oil and gas in it, and the brakes work. So that we have, to get ready, we have to make sure the resources are there but also that we know when to stop. And I think in our life we need to take the initiative, but we need also to learn restraint and how to resist temptation. I think the best book in this regard uh, is by C.S. Lewis called The Screwtape Letters. And uh, it's about an elder demon who's counseling a younger demon who's been uh, delegated to tempt a new convert. So this young man has become a Christian and they're trying to distract him. It's really, it's a, it's a wonderful look at when we choose something, we, we are choosing against something else. Now, our culture is big on choice. It's almost very much wrapped up in our sense of freedom. Our freedom means we can have choices. And sometimes we go overboard with that. Sometimes we abdicate our choices. We keep waiting and waiting and someday I'll make that decision. And sometimes we forget that there are consequences and we don't know when the time comes. Um, there's a sermon about being prepared. I don't actually feel very prepared in my sermon today. I have lots of ideas, but they didn't really gel into a cake. So this morning at 9, I actually set an alarm clock for five minutes. Because if you're not prepared, the danger isn't that you'll be too short. It's that you'll be way too long. So I'm checking my watch now. 
So we need to make a we need to make a decision. Somebody I saw a quote somewhere where it said 90% of getting something done is resolving to do it. The rest is just follow through. And so we need to decide what is the challenge before us to decide to be like the wise bridemaids. Well, the gospel reading tells us quite clearly what was wrong with the foolish ones is that they had lamps but no oil. So just like I need gas to get to Baton Rouge. What is the gas we need? What is the fuel we need to drive our spiritual life, personally, our parish life, our national life? What are the resources that are there for us? The other thing we get ready for is uh, going on a trip to a foreign country. And is anybody anticipating going to a country they haven't been to? Uh, it's just so much fun. Yeah, good, awesome. Where are you going, Stephen? Uh, New Zealand. New Zealand, awesome. So if he's like anybody else, he will get books on New Zealand, maybe watch a couple of videos, find out what kind of currency they have, and uh, that's kind of how you get ready. So I think one of the things getting ready for us is uh, kind of coming to church and kind of imagining what heaven is like. Because in lots of ways, by coming to the Holy Communion, there's a sense in which this is where heaven meets earth. God's love flows into here, and we practice what it means to be in the presence of a gracious God. Because in a moment, we'll say forgiveness. We'll say, I don't deserve to be here. There's nothing I've done that would warrant my receiving that gift. And yet, God in his graciousness showers his love on us. So we practice that and then take that with us when we go out the door. Because this isn't the performance. In a sense, it is. In a sense, we're getting ready for the great performance in heaven. You know, the picture in Revelation, singing to God, being in intimate relationship with Him. But it's kind of more like, if we're getting ready for a football game, it's like the coach's time with the players, getting them charged up before they go to the game. It's not like the game. It's like when we get, sort of get some instruction, get some motivation, get some going on. Part of the problem is our confusion with the Sabbath. Now the Sabbath is, as you will know if you think about it, starts on Friday night and goes till Saturday night. And it is a day of rest. And I think it's one of the ways that God gives us to stop, to hit the pause button, to reflect. It's that beautiful time because we can't really prepare for something, I don't think, until we sat down and thought it through. Had the quiet, the stillness, to think about it. Think where we've come from, where we want to go. And I think we have kind of lost the Sabbath. And there's been a confusion because we show up in church and think, okay, you know, I grew up thinking I, church was the Sabbath. I had got to have a rest, so I fell asleep in my dad's lap. And I thought, I'm just doing what you want me to do to have a rest. I saw a number of people yawning on the way in. I won't say who they were. So why do we meet on Sunday? I go over this all the time with my kids, so... Probably my school kids would know that. Why do, we, why do Christians gather on Sunday as opposed to Friday or Saturday? We gather because it's the day of resurrection. It's the day of power. It's the day of remembering that Jesus rising from the dead assures us of this promise of heaven, promise that he has defeated evil, promise that he has overcome darkness, and so it's a day to get excited. It's a day to get prepared. It's a day to get our resources. The foolish bridemaids did not take the oil for their lamps. 
So where do we get the oil? Where do we get the strength, the grace, the anointing? We get it in communion. We get it when we're a fellowship together, when we gather together and encourage one another and help them. It's like getting ready for a party. You know, just think of how you prepare when you're having people over. Clean house, you take care of business. You think ahead, you gotta get the invitations out ahead of time, et cetera, et cetera. We need to think more about our faith. One of the readings said that about, I don't want you to be uninformed. In other words, he doesn't want us to be informed, to read, to think, to discuss, to debate, to argue. What does our faith mean to us? What does our faith mean in this world? We need to remember that. So, are we ready? How do we get our hearts ready? It's a reminder in the Gospels that Jesus invites us, but tells us clearly that there will come a time when the time of deciding is over. I mean, the, this Gospel parable, this fun little story about five foolish and five bridesmaids, ends with this chilling decision. Lord, Lord, open up to us. I didn't know you. And the doors are shut. And it's not because the wise ones wouldn't share. It's just because we can't get to the presence of God and rely on anyone else's righteousness. Yet before God said, well, I knew so-and-so. I knew Father Bates, so you should let me in, right? Because I knew Father Bates. It's, it's our decision that we have to carry through on. And we remember, we remember here how much he loved us and died for us. How much he forgave us when we didn't deserve it. And so we take that out with us into the world, into our discipleship, into our country, into our world. And so today in Veterans Day, we remember those who gave their lives. Not only that, I was thinking, remember those who stayed behind, who let their loved ones go overseas, who worked in factories, who worked against people from war profiteering, who worked in the country to keep the country together, they too were part of that effort uh, and sacrifice. And so we remember them. But we also remember this battle. We remember this challenge, this invitation, this warning to make sure we do choose to make the decision to get prepared, to read about it, to be informed, and to have our heart warmed, to come here and say, God, I did all this, and yet you loved me, you accepted me, you welcomed me in. Do you know that, on, I'll end with this, do you know in the priest's host, the, the big piece of uh, host that we will break, Father Bates will break in a minute, it has the name of Jesus, the initials for Jesus Christ on the top, it's kind of in a cross, Jesus Christ, and the bottom says, N-I-K-E, or those would be the English equivalents of the Greek. Anybody wearing Nike shoes? That's, it just says Nike. But what it is, is the Greek word for victor. We break that bread. Jesus has won the battle. Will we follow him? Will we throw in our lot with him? Will we choose for him? Even though it may be challenging, even though we might not completely understand it, it's that invitation, do come, but come and choose. Come and live out the life of grace in this world to make it a better place. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
Amen.